and welcome to the Out of the Basement podcast with Devram Turak, Patrick Gleason, and Patrick Ramsahoy. And now, here's the show. And welcome to episode seven of the Out of the Basement podcast. My name is Devram Turak, as always. I'm joined by my our good friend, Pat, whose house we play at. Yo, Patrick, yes. We're joined once again by Paul. Howdy. Who you may remember from previous episodes, or a previous episode. Just one. And for the first time ever, we're joined by our number one fan, Tara. Hey. Oh, she's, she's our number one fan now. Isn't your buddy going to get upset over that? Uh... The military one? The military Mike? Yeah. Uh, possibly, but as, as much interaction as, as Hey, look, Mike, I you have... show up, you're our number one fan. There you go. <laughs> you could classify me as the number one female fan. <laughs> oh, you're number one fan for today. <laughs> anyway... Uh, so today we've joined to play this new Star Wars, uh, The Edge of the Empire game by Fantasy Flight Games. But before we get into that, now that we've done the intro, um, have you guys done anything cool in the in the world of gaming for the no. past couple of weeks? No. Well, well, besides my Pendragon massive campaign where I've been working Which out the we... entire armies for everyone, the leaders, the officers, the troop strength. Do they all have names? Uh, your officers do. Every one of your uh, Centurion guys, like the leader Centurions does. Okay, cool. Awesome. Paul, how about you? Nothing. Just Star Wars Online. Star Wars Online. Yep. Tara, anything new or anything that you've done gaming related in the past couple of weeks? Uh, I recently got back into tabletop RPGs after about a six or seven year break. Nice. So that's been interesting. And here you are joining us for this. So why was the break there? Not enough people to play with. Yeah. Oh, okay. Took a while to find... Another group, I guess. Now, I've done... Oh, yeah, there, there's the, one thing I want to talk about in kind of new business or stuff that I've done recently. I recently picked up the uh, Colonial Marines game, the new <laughs> video game that just came out, based in the Alien universe. Yeah, I heard some not bad, good things about Incredible! That. I don't really? care what you've heard, it's incredible. Scary as fuck. My God, like, I was playing it late at night in the dark, and... Um, I think I may have peed myself at one point. Like, it was... Yeah, but you pee yourself a lot. We know that. No, that's never once happened, actually. <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's stuff jumping out. Anyway, it captures the feel of the... the and the atmosphere of the movies okay. really well. So I've been having a blast with it. Is it anything like the other... the, the Alien vs. Predator games? It, it's somewhat where, similar. Where you're, but wa- it's... you're walking down the hallway and all of a sudden the... the Air vents above you start shaking. Yes, and, and the stuff drops down, awesome. and then yeah, you have to. Well, no, it, it, it. something never doesn't always drop down. It just oh, it just starts rattling and gets just you, puts you on, Yeah, just puts you on edge. Yeah, it's very much like that. It, it's very atmospheric the game. So I've I've very much been enjoying it. I played it. I picked it up. I think Wednesday, and I've been playing it pretty much nonstop ever since. And I'm almost through the single player campaign. And uh, anyway, it's going well. I'm gonna, I really like it. What platform? Uh, I have it on the PC, but it's also available on the Xbox and the 360. Pat, you were asking if you have the smart guns available. Yes. Uh, they're not as a standard sidearm, okay. but there are certain parts of the mission where you pick one up and you rock house with it. Nice, nice. And it's cool because it has like auto-aiming technology yeah. so that it'll highlight a guy as he's running towards you and auto-hit it. Well, because the thing also with PS and, well, con- game consoles... Mm. Aiming's harder to do with yeah. weaponry than it is on a on a PC with Correct. a mouse. Which right? is why I picked it up on the PC yeah. specifically for that reason. Yeah, it's nothing. I mean, it does come with practice, but the PC mouse does give you a lot more control. Right. Fine control for shooting. Okay, so the main reason that we joined here today is to, like I said, 
Sorry, I had to do that Wookiees singing Christmas carols. I'm so going to cut that out. You have no idea. And in fact, you won't even know what happened because you don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> I'm here. Why would I listen? Well, there's a whole episode that you weren't here. Did you listen to that one? No, I didn't think so. I started to. You did not. I, I, uh, it was on line. So you've downloaded it as well. Yeah, what exactly. It's, it's on my link. Uh-huh. But you haven't actually played it or listened no. to it. No. Okay. So, like I said... I wasn't here, it's not important. Today, we're playing the Star Wars Edge of the Empire game. Does anyone need pencils and... Yeah, we will. Uh, people have picked their uh, their characters. Paul has decided to play the smuggler. <coughs> Pat has picked up <laughs> the, the, the Wookiee. And you, you know, you're, you're going to have a... You're, you're gonna, I'm, I'm going to force you to communicate that way throughout the entire game. No more complex... Uh, wait, wait, is there one person though, who can understand me in the group? That's that's a canon for Star Wars. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. The, there'll be understand. one person who can understand your grunts and growls, but they... Uh, like, you won't be able to have, to have complex discussions about life and the afterworld and the meaning of the Force. It'll basically be, I need food, or ship broken, basically. <laughs> Conversations with Hans. <laughs> no, it was, it was, it was all. What if, what if I'm a Wookiee philosopher? <laughs> well, then, hopefully, we'll find other Wookiees. <laughs> then, why were you a gladiator in a pit if you're a what? Wookiee philosopher? Spartacus was also, you know. <laughs> okay, now you're relating you Star Wars to that, really? You're well, going yeah. that far? Why not? Why not? Okay. Um, like you're saying, a, a gladiator can't also be a philosopher later mm-hmm. on in life? Uh, that's right. Whatever. Just go Tara has chosen the explorer. One of two female characters available um, in in the starting package that's available. Because, um, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but the full release of the game doesn't happen until probably second quarter of this year at the earliest. So we're, we're talking May, June, July-ish. So in order to facilitate playing the game, they introduced this box set, which has pre-made, pre-generated characters. And there are a couple of other additional characters they had available online that I've downloaded and printed out for everyone. The beginner game also comes with a preset adventure, and then which they expanded uh, again online with a uh, another adventure. Okay, we need dice. <laughs> dice though. Uh, we do need dice. The dice are in the box, and I will get that in one second. Okay, because you're okay. Or you can get it. Does anyone have anything else to talk about before we start playing? Uh, Rooster Teeth is ten years old this year. Love Rooster Teeth. <clears throat> yeah, that's pretty cool. And uh, congratulations on getting your your. Comic Con. Oh, thank you. There. Yes. And, um, um, if, like again, if Mr. Wesley Crusher is there. Oh, so, so so we 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 we're continuing our Will Wheaton talk. Oh yep. no no no! Just, I'm just, happy. It'd be nice if we could actually get him to partake because he does do some gaming stuff and you know his podcast. Oh, actually, I, I kind of want to talk about that. Have you gone to their um, Geek and Sundry site? And I'm, I'm I'm wanting to, but seriously, I've been just. With these, the, the Roman stuff I've been working on, I've been doing tons of research and a whole bunch of other stuff, so that's where my time's been. Right. Which is actually good, because when it comes up for, you know, when we do the next session, all my plans will go out the window with your first couple actions, <laughs> but at least I'll have prepared. Gotcha. Um, I actually was off work for the last couple of weeks, and uh, I, I sat down one day and watched every episode of Tabletop, okay. starring uh, Will Wheaton, yeah. and... I enjoyed the, the the stuff they were doing so much that I actually bought five of the games that they were playing. Okay. One yeah. you will love. It's called Zombie Dice. Oh. Okay. Where you basically... Yes, I have that. I have that. I have, that. I have it. 
You have zombie dice? Yeah. Okay, I'll, I will cancel that order then. We'll just. Oh, uh, no, check. Make sure my zombie dice. I'll have to check. I have it downstairs. So Hold on to that until a little bit after. Yeah, it's, break. It's, it's basically like Yahtzee. Yes. Yeah. But there are brains, and then there are runners, and then there are shots to the face. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was really cool watching. Now, I was going to say for the Comic Con next year, I hope they get Bruce Campbell. There we go. See my plug for Bruce Campbell. Well, they're still, um, they're still talking about, uh, or they're still introducing new people every day. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe he'll come this year. Well, you should get online, maybe through our Twitter feed, and and, and have a chat with uh, with Mr. Bruce Campbell, see okay, if he's interested in coming well, down. Well, it's also he's done gaming stuff. Well, has in the past. In I the mean, past. Deadlands, the second edition, had uh, an intro from him. Really? Yeah. Cool. So that's my zombie dice. You do have it. Cool. Did you try the RPG drinking game that you bought? I haven't. Oh no! I, actually, I was going to bring it today, but uh, no, I, I haven't had anyone to drink with since we've gone. Why do you need a drinking game? I'm sorry, I'm Irish. I don't need it. It's like no, no, I know. <laughs> but... Who do you have a game to drink? Yeah. Why? I'm... No, it, it's a game to play. While I've already got my beer going. It's, it's now. Oh, see, it's twelve oh nine. I've got my first beer already going, so we're good. No, okay, but it's 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 a it's a game that you play while you drink. It's not necessarily a game to force you to drink. Oh, okay. But uh, it's so like a beer and pretzel game. <laughs> Very much. Um, it's it's a, it's I think it's a, it's a card game that was created by a guy in Toronto who we met when, when Tara and I were at the what was it called? Gaming summit. The gaming summit last weekend or weekend before? The weekend before. Yeah, two weeks ago. Actually, the Super Bowl weekend when we did when we recorded yeah. our last podcast. Oh, sorry. Just this is news as well. This, I don't know if everyone read and I, I sent the link. Canada has acknowledged that we will be prepared for zombie apocalypse right. if it comes yeah. about. Right, they actually had a discussion in Parliament about That's the zombie right. apocalypse. Yes. Now, admittedly, it's, it's not seriously zombies, it's any sort of viral infection and right. stuff like that. But because the CDC in the States is actually, again, it's not for zombies, but it's some sort of overall plague and right. stuff like that. But it's just people with the new terminology are calling it. Zombies. So yes, Canada government has recognized that you know, we must be prepared for the zombie apocalypse. Actually, th speaking of um, like a viral plague outbreak, I just sorry, I just had to enter the border guards. Everything to declare. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> One of the uh, booths that we were at the game summit, or that we ran into at the game summit, was talking about a new version of the. Plagueside game? I think that was what it was called. I don't remember that. It was a second, anyway, anyway, second edition of a, of a, like an outbreak style game. Oh yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but I remember I, that. I also cannot remember. Anyway, that's <laughs> one of the games that I ordered as well. I'm looking forward to it. So one of these days, we actually will sit down and have a tabletop uh, board game night. Okay. We can try out a couple of these different games. Well, I've got, remember, I still have the Risk uh, Olympian version. The Olympian Gods version. Okay. Which is, it's set to be only a short time. I right. think it's like a couple hours or whatever. It's yeah, set in there. Yeah, Risk, Risk is usually a pretty fast-paced game. It doesn't usually take a long well, time. Well, no, uh, Risk can take a long time. Mm -hmm. can take a long time. I find if you do the missions, though, it's short. Yeah, and the, then you get it. to do several games. And Wait, it... missions? Yeah. In Risk? The new, the new yeah, Risk. The, the new Risk. I've only played the original Risk. Sorry, I'm old school that way. Oh, before we have any new movies... Um, actually, yes, I, I wanted to talk about um, Hansel and Gretel. I saw the uh, the Hansel and Gretel vampire, no, the witch hunter yes. movie. Uh, Funny, um, a, nice, a nice cheesy yeah. medieval style. Well, I don't understand why it's getting bad reviews from some people. Like, yes, what do you, you do. What do you, you, you understand why, because 
people who review movies are idiots. Yes. Which is why I don't listen to people who re- review well, movies. I go and watch whatever movie I want to see. Yeah. Well, the thing is, Rotten Tomatoes also some of the people, but it's like, do you not understand what sort of movie it is? Right. Like seriously, it's not a serious movie. This is a campy, cheesy movie that's meant to just be. Lots of explosions and killing and stuff. Right. They have automatic crossbows, for Christ's yeah. sakes. Crossbows. <laughs> firing automatically. Yeah. Yes. Well, exactly. Which they had also... And rapidly. Didn't they have that... Van Helsing. Van Helsing. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah but they, they, they made technology. that look good in that one. <laughs> but see, it's interesting. I get, like I said, again, for different types of movies, I can accept that... Yeah, exactly. That movie, but in that... The one that was supposed to be serious Ridley Scott's uh, Arthur movie or whatever it was. Oh, my God. Remember that ridiculous. one we saw? Yeah. Yeah. Where they had the crossbows, armor piercing. Like, okay, that was crap because this is supposed to be a time set serious movie. Right. It's not a camping movie. Not it's a, camping it's a movie. more yeah. authentic style movie. Exactly. So. I saw um, Warm Bodies recently, last week. I heard speaking mixed of, reviews about speaking that. Speaking of zombies. It's actually, the thing is, it's like a quirky little movie. Like, I heard it was like Twilight for zombies. Not as bad, no. No, I nowhere near like Twilight. It's, it's campy, cheesy. But it's interesting because it's again though there is some satire for modern world with the you know how we are pretty much like zombies walking around like Dawn of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead the original one did. In what way? Consumerism. The original Dawn of the Dead was okay. a mass outspoken against consumerism that you don't think you just go through and do what you're told or just react right. Okay. That's why it took place in a shopping center. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah, but the, I mean the remake. Got rid of that completely. Right. But that was, the, that was the first idea of the Dawn of the Dead was consumerism. Okay. turns you into zombies. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so we're probably going to pause it now as we play the game, and then afterwards we'll come back and we'll recap on what well, we, we thought of. Keep it going for a little part of the game, so if we want to put game clips in there of us. Yeah, I suppose we could do that. I mean, I'm sure we have more than enough. I got a lot of batteries, remember? <laughs> Battery power. We're at two bars out of three, so yeah, we, we should be fine. Okay, so let's start with Actually, the... you may want to lift it off the table, or I have a book you put it on because we're rolling dice. Yeah, for rolling dice. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put it on the chair over here, and hopefully we won't run into it while we're going and getting drinks and so forth. Well, what do you guys think about J.J. Um, Abrams in the new Star Wars? Oh, the new Star Wars. Yeah, I'm not too sure. Hey, which movie? Because there's I mean, six I saw the poster all the same. The poster looks and, uh, interesting. I mean, he did one. with the Star Trek. He did a good job. He did do a good job. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. You didn't. You didn't like Star Trek? Oh, okay. Oh, don't because forget, I've got rants against Star they Trek do, too. They do all start What's the same. like the no? They add the first like, huge old things everywhere. Movie. Too many oh, of this. Oh, look, he gets dumped on the one planet that happens. Yeah, to yeah, be. yeah. Everyone has oh, that like, exact no. same. Also, let's get chased by a big creature who gets chased, who gets eaten by a bigger creature who gets eaten by a bigger creature. I am so tired of that. Like that is done to death. Like, say, in the heretical the of, first... Well, also in the Lord of the Rings, episode, And Lord of the Rings. Like, it's like, okay, enough. You don't need to see multiple, multiple times some bigger icky, bigger icky, bigger icky. So do you think he's going to do a good job? <laughs> Compared to what the last three were Star Wars, it can't be worse. Is Correct. what I'm thinking. But there, now there's talk that Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill and uh, Carrie Fisher are going to reprise their roles. Well, that's, that was actually the original plan, right? But if that if that's true, then we we definitely know it's not going to be the Timothy Zahn series. No. Which was... Which was a really, really oh, good set of amazing. books. amazing. It was good. But it's only set maybe like two or three years yeah, exactly. after the end not of episode six or the third movie. Mm-hmm. 
they still might be able to do parts of it though. But they I, have, I think J.J. It, it, Abrams would not do the Timothy Zan. He'd do his own sort of take of it. That's terrible. They have their. They have a whole series of books that they could. Well, there are multiple series of books. Multiple, yeah. they, they, the expanded they, they universe. Could go, they could go quite a ways. Into but the thing it. is, though, like I understand where they're coming from because they want. The thing is, like, how much does Lucas have a say in, though, is where the, the problem could lie, right? Because if Lucas is still the overall idea man, they have to work with what he sees, and that could be tough. Um, I was reading somewhere online that people were talking about um, the upcoming movies, and they had mentioned that the whole expanded universe... When Timothy Zahn was given the uh, the go ahead to write the, the his trilogy of books, the uh, the Thrawn series, I think they're called. Yeah. As source material, you know what they gave him? The West End Games source material. Good. The, now, the original Star, yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, well, because game. there was a lot of information in that. Right. So they, that's what he based his uh, <laughs> books off of, yeah. and then in turn they created a source book for his trilogy. Nice. So it's kind of. Yeah. Mix the two together. I mean, the thing is also, some of the ones later on had, like, the Dark Horse comics and mm -hmm. stuff like that. They got a little silly with the massive machinery that, you know, the massive... Right. You know, well, it's a planet eater and stuff like that. Right. Like, okay. World it, Devastator? Yeah. But, again, I don't like how movies, pre so-called prequel movies, end up with better technology right. than the other movies. Like, well, what happened to that technology that we... It's only been five years. We don't have it anymore. Yeah, I kind of had that problem when I was watching um, Enterprise. Yeah. Oh. Uh, how the ship, the the Enterprise they had, which was you know a hundred years or whatever before the original, mm -hmm. eighty uh, years or so. Yeah. Right. Before the original uh, show, somehow had better technology and nicer looking. Well, no, that stuff. it went to the Klingon home world. Better. It went to the Klingon space, which the Klingons they didn't even know about right. for the longest time. Right. They also run across the board, yeah. the Ferengi. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. Like, did you forget all about that between that one and? The yeah, well, that's just, and that's where the big issue with people have with the prequels of Star Wars. Hey, Darth, don't you remember Tatooine? You 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 lived on Tatooine. Yeah. It's where you grew. Yeah. Remember where you killed your mom here? Hey, wait, those robots. Or, that's the robot you built. Your mom. Yeah, killed the guys who killed your mom. What was that? You built. C-3PO, how could you forget yeah. C-3PO? But how could he have built C-3PO when C-3PO is part of a line of well, protocol that, Well, that's the other one. The whole prequel stuff is with the metamucorines or metamucil or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I call it metamucil because it's just... Anyway, yeah, we hate, let's just leave it at we hate the prequels and let's actually start the game. Okay. So, Paul, hit the music. Hitting the music. <laughs> I have speakers if you need. Oh, I paused it. And it changed to something else. Oh, Anytime. We're going. There you go. Okay, I'll read. As it's going out. <laughs> you could read that, right? No. <laughs> what do you want? Speakers? Escape from Moss Shuta. There's a period of unrest and opportunity in the galaxy. The Galactic Empire struggles to maintain control in the midst of civil war. Meanwhile, scoundrels and smugglers, explorers and expatriates, and fringers of all types scrabble for a living on the edges of the galactic civilization. It is a hard life, but these renegades have more freedom and opportunity than any citizen of the core worlds. On the desert world of Tatooine, sorry Pat, a few such renegades have run afoul of a local crime boss, Timo the Hutt. Trapped in the tiny spaceport of Moschuta, 
the Renegades have no choice but to steal a starship and flee Timo's forces. Fortunately, a suitable starship has recently docked at the landing bay, a freighter called the Crate Fang, captained by a Trandoshan slaver named Trex. As they flee through the sun-baked streets, the Renegades duck into a local cantina to hide from their pursuers. And welcome back. back to the, the continuation or the conclusion of episode 7. So we've just spent the last five or so hours playing the game. Uh, we've gotten through the introductory adventure and partway through a downloaded continuation of the introductory adventure. Thanks, using... poor Tara. We, we did. She's a little uh, scared. I'm not that much of a fan of Wookiees anymore. <laughs> but that's less because of Wookiees themselves and more about how a Wookiee was a certain Wookiee was being played. Admittedly, he's a little hardcore, you know. Um, a little psycho, maybe. Wanted to Gladiator, kill everybody. A gladiator hired gun. A, a rebel? Why would I care about stopping the Empire? It's good money. We've actually not at once mentioned the Empire. That's okay, true. you ran across stormtroopers at one point. But no, that's they, yeah. So anyway, let's let's talk talk less about the actual adventure itself because the, the people may be willing to try it out later themselves and don't want spoilers that sort of thing. But let's talk about how the game system works and let's talk about the dice mechanics. So as we were mentioning before, there are actually I want to say three different types of outcomes. Well, it 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 there is no numbers on the dice. It's right. Success, failure, advantage. Threat. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Um, triumph. Triumph and despair. Despair. That's the one. Yes. Sorry. Right. So those but are the six possible outcomes. But the thing is, you don't get triumph or despair on the average dice. Correct. Those are on the higher up, sort of as you would say, the higher up types of dice. Correct. It's an interesting one because you can get a success or an advantage on the same dice. Right. And in fact, on the same roll. On the same roll. Yes. Okay, so there are there are these these different types of dice. So there's what they call the ability die, and the ability die is it's like it's like your base ability. That's a D8. Yeah. Then they have proficiency dice, so that's an upgraded uh, ability die, which is on a D12, and it gives you higher bonuses, more positive ch outcome chances, and the chance to roll what we call a triumph. Yes. Actually, you would just say there's no real bad dice on those ones. There's Correct. no bad outcomes. Right. There's a blank. There, there's a blank roll, which means you get nothing, or there's either an advantage or a success. So the opposite of those two dice are the difficulty and challenge dice. So difficulty, again, is the D8. The challenge die is the D12. Where you and have the, the despair. And the challenge die has the despair option. Now, in addition, there are also boost dice and setback dice, which are... Um, conditional. Yeah. So the ability and the proficiency and the difficulty and the challenge are static for any action that you're taking. So if you know that you have a certain level of, of stat, skill, or... skill, well, no, let, 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 let's talk stat first. Yeah. So say you, you're doing something that requires agility, you have an agility of three, you roll three of these ability dice. Now, if you also have a skill that helps that out, which will then give you, um, will exchange one of your ability dice for a proficiency die, which is has better chances of outcomes. Conversely, the difficulty dice are given to you based on the difficulty of your challenge, or if you're doing a 
uh, opposed roll against another player or an NPC, then their ability slash proficiency dice become difficulty slash challenge yes. dice. Against you. You, against roll, you. you roll roll. The, the yeah. DM. I think the, the most important thing to, to remember about this system is that it's not a versus roll. No. You roll both outcomes together as one set of dice. Yeah. And so successes are cancelled out by def, uh, failures. failures. And advantages, um, advantages are cancelled out by dis, uh, defeats. Defeats, is that what they're called? Yeah, threats. Threats, threats sorry. Threats. threats. Yeah. But so, so it is interesting. That yeah, it's, it's an interesting system. The, the only disadvantage is you need Dashiell either to buy the app for your phone mm -hmm. or the dice. Because we have, we only have one set of the dice here. And we realize, I mean, it's it still flows pretty well. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm getting used to it. Like I, I've got massive amounts of dice, as I'm sure we all do have from, from gaming. Um, so they're all useless pretty Correct. much now. For this game, you can How, use those. You know, however, you can still sort of have an idea of how things are, mm -hmm. right? You just, you, if you really wanted to use your own dice, buy the one set, and then just figure things out on your own for like one to eight, one to twelve, the different numbers. You could. Do that. Uh, I think that would be rel relatively difficult to assign me numbers to what the outcomes are. Yeah, it's not hard. <sighs> I suppose if you have like a starting point, say the blank is one. And everything else is based off that blank. I suppose you could do that. It's just that some sides have multiple. Right, but if you, you know? if you have a corresponding number, say say the number yeah, twelve, then, then you're trying to reference each side off of off of a, a list, and that's just going to take forever. Exactly. exactly. Well, it would. It's I'm a just, lot. It's a lot easier I'm if not you just it's easy to do. It just it is a possibility. Let's just say it'll be a lot simpler if we just either a buy the dice or we just or buy the app. Yeah. The app, as it turns out, was not ten dollars like I originally thought. It was only five. Which, Still. I know, I know, it, it, it's, it's a pain in the ass that you have to buy an app, but the cool thing about it is it actually has, it contains the dice for both this game, you, it has the dice for the X-Wing game, the, the tabletop miniature game, also put out by Fantasy Flight, and it also has the generic set of uh, everything from D4 up to percentiles or uh, D20s even. So you can use it in, in all sorts of regular games, too. It's, and there's, a, it's, there's, a, it's a handy handy app. And there's no limit to how many dice you can put on your screen, either. Yep. So, I mean, if you needed, heaven forbid, five D20s, you can put all five on the screen and roll them at the same time. Well, there are games that only use D20s. So, yeah. so that, like, we use D6s in the old Star Wars game, where you'd be hand, uh, rolling a mitt full of D6s. There are games that use D20s in the same way. I think uh, Shadowrun was like that. There was a lot of D20s. I don't remember it very well because it was a long time ago. Okay, so you guys enjoyed the uh, the the dice rolling mechanics, though. You had no problems with it. Caught on really quick. Took some getting used to. Yeah. But you're okay with it now. Yeah, I still like the numbers myself, but the, the numbers are always it's just because I prefer numbers. Right. Yeah. Once you figured out what the symbols meant, right, it got a lot easier. Okay. No, I mean it's, it's it's they're trying something different. Right. They're trying for their own little niche thing. I mean, I, I agree with Tara. I prefer the numbers because everyone's... We've got so many dice yeah. from all the years of gaming. It's just that we're used to it. We're used to it. But you know, I, like, uh, I like how these... You're rolling for both sides. Right. So you're... Yeah. And they cancel out. I, I like that. It's better than trying to compare your dice to somebody else's. Mm -hmm. No, right. the thing is, again, that's not actually that hard to do. If you really wanted to, you just take a different set of dice, roll them yourself, subtract them. That's all they've done here. But that requires some some crazy math. 
right? You to be able to add, subtract, multiply on, on the fly as you're rolling multiple sets of dice. Which we're doing here anyways. We have to figure out here yeah. you have to the disadvantage here, mm -hmm. you have to keep track of each success versus defeat, mm -hmm. advantage versus threat. Mm -hmm. So you actually have to like it's not you can just look at the numbers and go, oh, I've got this many successes. You have to sit there and go, okay, I've got this many successes versus this many failures, which equals this. But yeah. it's very visual, though. Yeah. Oh, it is very and, visual. And, and because just... it's visual, it's easy for you to grab and group them together yeah. and no, say, no, okay, these uh, two cancel out, I know, these two I, cancel out. I, I agree with that. I'm just saying, like, one disadvantage that people might have with it is the fact that they do have to look at all the dice instead of just quickly going, okay, no. That number's a success, then, you know, it's like... Well, people well, who suck at math, though, this could be a lot better. Yeah. yeah. No, it does, it, yes. I mean, if you can use the, the phone app, it actually tallies it all up at the bottom. So yeah, you, it's, it's actually like makes five it successes, two yeah. fails, this, and you just you just do the subtract. Now, is that also available as an app uh, for, for Android? For Android? Yes, it okay. is available as an Android app as well. Okay. Um, although, one thing I did find about the the generic dice rolling mechanic, it doesn't break down... By dice, the way it does here, or mm -hmm. by results, the way it does here. It just adds it. It unfortunately adds it all together. So if you're rolling a d20 and, like, say, three d6s, it's going to total it all up rather than saying the d20 rolled a six and the d6s totaled to 18. That's that's one disadvantage I saw. Well, I think I think that's just it doesn't want you rolling multiple types of dice. Yeah. Yes. So now we can't speak too much more of like force users because we haven't actually haven't seen it because it's not available yet. Right. The, the the way they're dealing with it is they're actually much like how they did with Death Watch and Inquisitor or um what was it, what's the Inquisitor game called? Uh, Heresy, Dark Heresy. Yeah, Dark Heresy, and Only War, which is still coming out. They're broken down. So yes, they ha there are three books that they're be that they're putting out. To begin with, so the first one is called Edge of the Empire, and it deals with this, people like smugglers, uh, colonists, just generic people living on the edges of the uh, the, the world. The second book, which isn't titled yet, um, or maybe this title, I'm not quite sure, deals with uh, the Imperials and the Rebels. The third book deals with the Force. Okay. So it won't be for at least two more years, probably, before we start seeing how to generate your own. Which force is users. too bad because I mean. What's one of the biggest things that people want to play when they play Star Wars? Jedi. Jedi. But we're living in a time when there are no Jedi. The Jedi have been wiped from the universe. Yeah, oh, come on. The original West End Games one had Jedi written right it, in there. It, it did. Yes, it did. It's like, it's because people want to play right. a Jedi. Well, That's one, thing, one thing. thing you can introduce as a GM, and this is totally story-driven, is you can actually, and apparently they do have mechanics for this coming up in the full release when it comes out, you can be guided by the Force. So you are a Force-sensitive user or a Force-sensitive person, and you happen to, all of a sudden, as you're gaining De levels, develop, develop ability. abilities. But you have no guidance. You have no training. Yeah. You're, you're like a wilder, basically. Okay. So we, we might see things not like that. Wilder, once. A wilder? I'm not a fan of wilders. Wilder. I love Van, Van Wilder, Wilder, actually. Yeah. That's a very good movie. Which I... Watched recently, but I was I was no, on some sort of crazy. I, I'm doing. I, I like I said. I, I don't mind the, the dice roll. I'm just saying some people might be turned off because they have to do the, you know, sit there and go. Okay, so many successes versus this this. Right, but, but once you get used to it, it's actually pretty easy. And I think that in this internet I mean, age, as people become, less... I've had five beer and I figured it out easy. So you, you know. have not had five beer. Yes, I had. <laughs> really? Yes. He's a drunk. So yeah, with okay. five beer, guys, I was able to figure it out. So it's not that hard a system <laughs> right. overall. So don't. I'm, 
I'm giving you the negative, but overall, if I was able to do it with five beer, right, anyone can do it. Anyone can do it. Yeah, that's that's the bonus of it being visual and not mathematical. Yes. Okay. Um, also included in the game are these little tokens for for how the force affects you, and that's a big one. The for the, the plus negative for the force dark light side is is a different take. Right. So let me just start by explaining how the the force pool works. Each character rolls uh, a force die, which is a d12, and has both light and dark side symbols on it. So depending on what you roll, you add that many either light or dark tokens to the pool. Now the tokens are dual-sided. One side's light, one side's dark. Light for the players, dark for the GM. Right. And as you, as the force helps you, the pool remains the same, but you switch it from being a light pool point to a dark pool point. Okay, now here's a question which we never did. Mm -hmm. When you use your dark side points, does mm -hmm. it flip to a light side? It then slips to a okay. light side. So, so the points are uh, the points remain... The, they never change. Right, right? The, like, the, the total number remains the same, but the dark, light, plus minuses yeah. are modified. Modified. So exactly. So if we do By something, use. you get the advantage. Correct. It switches to one you can use. Correct. But if you use it, it switches back to one we can use. Exactly. So that's actually pretty yeah. good. Yeah, so it, it's, it's basically the force balancing itself out. Ooh. Yeah. So he will bring balance to the force. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, wait. If we're all that light never, side, that never he brings happened. balance to the force, that means we... Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that never happened. Yeah. Oh, yes. All of us here, none of us, like, the prequels do not exist. Um, I don't really have that much more to say about the game. The adventure was relatively straightforward. Well, straightforward. You guys, of course, did not follow the straightforward path. Of course not. Of course not. I, I, sorry, decided yeah, I had... to... Delve into. Uh, Let's kill everybody. It was Tara. <laughs> it was Tara. You're right. <laughs> Tara was very bloodthirsty in this game. Oh yeah, she's pointed a gun at the guy right off the bat. I just, just... yeah, but then if I recall correctly, you chopped yeah, him yeah, yeah, and gun then gun. stuffed him in a safe. Um, do you want to talk about the leveling system? Sure. Okay. Um, there is no leveling system, but as you gain experience points, you spend them to increase skills or gain talents. But that's a lot of games nowadays. A lot oh, of games yeah. have gotten away from... The from from level actual levels. So, so you're not a level 5 bounty hunter, no. you're not a level 3, whatever. It's all your skills. It's based on what skills or how you want to spend the points that you no. accumulate. I'm actually a big fan of that system. I'm yes. not a big fan of the leveling, leveling system. No. In, in the beginning, leveling system and this type of system tend to be relatively even. So as you adventure... Um, and you get like small bits of XP along the way. You then reach a threshold where all of a sudden you get better and you gain all these uh, experience, or sorry, you gain all of these abilities. Whereas with this leveling system, the way the way it is now in this game, you incrementally as you go along can then improve a skill at a time, and you don't all of a sudden reach this threshold where boom, everything everything, everything improves. gets improved. Which was basically the back West End games. Same West End thing. games was exactly the same. There's no no levels. It was each skill improves. Which now this one's different because it has introduced things like talents and other sorts of mm -hmm. things, which are not per se skills, but sort of like little perks and stuff like that that you have within characters. And each one has a tree. So right. there's a development tree that you can follow. Right. Don't have to. Right. But you can follow it if you want to. To no, you actually do have to. Well, like you can just improve your skills. Is what I'm saying. Oh, I see. You don't have to do it. You don't have to go the through the, the special talent things. So you can just Correct. improve skills. Um, now, the one thing that again, this 
this is the introduction one, it doesn't show how you can improve your overall uh, attributes, the stats themselves. Right. We don't even know if that will be possible. possible. Which I think it probably would, because every single game be. has it. It's just very, very, usually it's extremely expensive to do for right. experience points. Because it then will affect every, every, skill. every skill based off that stat. Yeah. Which is I just, incredibly I, powerful. I don't know how, how they'll be able to do it because it also determines how many dice you roll for that. Well, no, so, no, I mean, they only give you a limited amount of Well, of you're like supposed green, to buy the dice. Yeah, but you, you could always buy more dice. I mean, our, our characters already have more than there is the starting dice no, here. No, your character has more. So it says he's got a four as well. He's got a four stat as well. The, the droid did. The droid, the droid did. does the droid have did, a four yes. stat. No, but again, the dice are separate to what the stat can start because, I mean, from what I see, everyone has 15 points in stats. Yeah, oh, that's that's quite possible. The the stats are balanced out. Balanced stats are balanced out. But um, I, I don't see them exceeding, you know, letting you exceed um, four. 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 Four does. Four. Well, but the thing is, I could see going from two to a three. Is what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. A two oh, to yeah. three makes sense. But again, it would you know, it, be, it'd be like at the very very high end, it would be five. Would be like their max. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't be able. You wouldn't be doing like eight or ten. Oh no no, right. no 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 no. I mean, but no no. But five dice still makes sense. But like I said, the two or three. From two to three, three to four would be there, but again, it would be a long progression right. and stuff. And we don't have the books, so we can't actually say. But I would assume that they have it there because it's it's a basic for most games, right? And with the the stories that they've already put out, unless you start making your own and playing almost like every weekend, you won't be able to accrue enough experience to be able to bump up even a single. Set. No. Which is fine, because the stat is supposed to be the one that's the longest taking to improve right. for almost every single game. I could see them, I mean, I could see them costing like 30 points yeah. for just one stat. Or even 50. Yeah. Or even 50 for yeah. just to go up one. Because think about how many different skills each stat... Faulted her. Right, so at least three, maybe four. Now, there were some skills we know, like, we don't have all the full list, but again, there's some skills, like, we're going, like, demolitions and yeah. the other ones. It's, it's, this is minor little nitpicking stuff. We're not, it's just, because we're going through the whole game system. So I'm right. just saying there's some skills that they might introduce in the full book that we didn't have because their characters may not have them. Right. So we don't know yet. But, again, this is one that most GMs or other people can just sort of either base it off some other skill mm-hmm. or just say, oh, here's that skill. Yeah, the, 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 one, the one main um, deficiency that we, we noticed ourselves during the game was the lack of an explosive skill. Or the lack of a skill to enable you to use explosives to like set a fire or yeah. do demolitions. Do demolitions. Now, again, that's our gaming type of thing. Most people are planning to do demolitions for some you know backwater planet. <laughs> but... It's it's nice to have it, it. Again, this is just us, but it we notice it right off the bat. Right. So, but Do again, you think that's that easy. would be something that would come later on. It might because we only saw like a portion of the the tree, right? Oh, exactly. The skill so tree. It, it might come up later on. It might be. Well, so there was the there was that other thing too. Like you could use an, a movement ability to do like aim your gun, which gives yes. you a bonus. Oh, that was nice. But but for for melee, there was no precursor we, that you could do. So we, you know, modify. We, we kind just, of we just improvise. Instead. Yeah, the same like thing a fighting, like a fighting stance or something. Right. You know, to prepare yourself for melee combat to yeah, give yeah. you that that same extra dice. It's there that, for that, a ship that, combat for balance. You know. And I have to say, this ship combat is actually overall seemed better than the original West End games one. <laughs> just because the West End, like this one, actually this is actually more involved. I found right. for the starship combat, where 
you know, it takes longer to for ship to be destroyed. But it's the same for characters. It takes a long... It, it's it's very difficult for you to actually die in this game. Yes, but you know what I mean? Like, when you're in the Starship one in your old West End games, yeah. if you get hit a few times, that's it. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, you, you guys got torn to pieces. We were, we were going we up against... Long fight of force, we were, four we, TIE fighters. Yeah, but well, we went up against four TIE fighters, and literally within the first battle, because three of them shot at us, we only had about... According to this, we had four hit points left. Yes. After the first round. Yeah, that was... So, and the, and the, the rest was, of it was just my really crappy dialogue. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, there's some little inconsistencies there. I mean, like, TIE Fighters shouldn't well, be hitting you for, like, but seven But at the damage. same time, we, I also misread the, the way the twin linking worked for yeah. the TIE Fighters. Yeah, that's true. You actually have to have an advantage for that twin linking to work. Yeah. So maybe not all of those shots would have been twin linked. Cool, See, this is again, I think you were hitting us for like what, almost 12? 12, 12, 12 at a time. Yeah, two, yeah. two shots of six. But again, this is where it's, a lot of science fiction games have always had a problem yeah. when they get to ship combat. Ship combat. Because it's such a difference between the, the, the character one to ship combat. Um, you can end up with the ones on like Starfleet Battles, which are which way at one end or massively slow. Yeah. Extremely Incredibly deep, complicated and detailed. Detailed ship combat. But it is somewhat more realistic because it takes does take a long time for a ship combat to go through. Mm-hmm. Unless you get really lucky, in which case, well, yes, it's over. But overall, it can be lots of maneuvering, lots right. of other stuff like this. Star Wars always tried to be the, the space opera type idea of space right. combat. It's not the main focus for the story. It's an added thing. But the big one is the characters. Right. So I'm willing to, like, if you're willing to play with the rules and stuff like that, for or, or even avoid space combat, or fluff it up, it's not a big deal. Okay. It, in my mind, right? Because, like, like I said, for me, Star Wars has never been about the space combat. It's been the characters that they've always gone for. Now, at this point, um, Terra has to get going. Bye, and, Terra. I need to drive Terra. <laughs> so shall we just pause it and then... Continue the talk afterwards, or do you want to just say goodnight and call let's, it a day? Let's call it a night. Do you want to call uh, it a night? The okay. next one will be, uh, will be doing the before the next Pendragon session or not? Or um, well, do we have we set a date on to, as to when that's happening? Yes, Sunday, March the third. March the third. Okay. So, um, well, if you guys want, we can get together and and do next week this next week, or maybe in two weeks, but we'll do it on a Sunday. We'll see. The March third is in two weeks, dude. Okay. Because next weekend, Saturday is good. There's a possibility for me. Sunday's no good. Oh, you're no good Sunday? No good Sunday. Okay. Anyway, this is stuff that we can all cut out of the podcast well, and we can talk about. And again, <laughs> for those listening, well, Tara, our main fans here, but uh, Mike, you're... My good friend in Afghanistan? Yeah. Yep. Uh, if you have any suggestions or stuff you want to talk about, and again, start hitting up Will Wheaton for, you know, our uh, Comic-Con, which is in May for Ottawa. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a couple and, months. Yeah. yeah, and Bruce Campbell for seeing if he can come down to Comic Con. You know. <laughs> I'm there for you, Bruce. All right, so that's the end of episode seven. Um, I hope you guys all enjoyed this talk about Star Wars: Edge of the Edge of the Republic, Edge of the Empire. Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll cut Edge of the Empire. I'll just cut out everything that was before, before that, that, everything that was after that. And what you just said. And what I just said. Or maybe I'll just leave it in as a blooper at the end. Or maybe oh, I'll yes. Let it I can put up the blooper ones from the other ones. Well, if you would listen to the podcast that uh-huh. I've already created, yes, there are bloopers 
in at least one of the episodes, the one my sister was here for. Okay, good. And you don't even know that we have intro music anymore. Uh, what, we have intro music? There, there's, there's, a, there's a complete introduction. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, I heard actually the intro music. I listened to the right. one. So, so there is yeah. music okay. included in the introduction. It's just a guitar riff from one of my favorite songs. We're not allowed to use that. We're not allowed to use the entire song, but you can sample up to 20 seconds of a song as long as you talk about it. Oh, really? We never talked about this song. Oh, we just did now, so we're all good. <laughs> there you go. Who's it by? I'm not going to tell you. You got to well, listen to it. You should listen. No, you should say to give them some props. Oh, very well. It's Birthright by Soundgarden. Okay, there we go. Nice. Yeah, yeah it's an so, awesome song. It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, works. All right. Well, thanks everyone for joining us again. And, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go have some more beer now, so. Can you handle more beer? <laughs> yeah, I got He's got a couch. You can pass out over there. Except they were supposed to be going out. He's already oh. home. I'm already <laughs> home. That's true. You're already home. I'm already home. We'll just cancel the advantage of being at your own place. Oh, we'll, we'll just cancel the trip out and you can just stay <laughs> at home and trick. Come over. Anyway, I'm going to cut all that out to you. <laughs> so that's it for us. Um, goodbye, everybody, and we'll see we you next time. We need a tagline at the end of this. Uh, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Okay. Not everyone. Yo.